0: Hello, and welcome back to another exclusive episode for our sort of awesome superstars. You guys, we are, as always, so thankful for your support, for your commitment to helping bring a little bit more awesome into the world by supporting Sorta Awesome. As I mentioned at the end of episode 169, as we are talking about our can we not things that are on our list, we had a few extras that we just simply didn't have time for on our regular episodes. So you guys get to hear them. We are still all like wound up and in like the moment of talking about these things that have been driving us crazy. And we know that... Who else besides the superstars can we share this stuff with? So, Kelly, what else was on your list that we didn't get to?
1: I have a lot of things, actually, because I was brainstorming.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's hear it.
1: (laughs) So I already mentioned littering, you guys. I I don't get littering. I I don't. My kids are like, why do people – and I said, I, I do understand that sometimes when you see trash alongside the road, there might have been something like a trash bag fell off. Like, people don't know. That I get. And I understand there's always going to be accidents, right? But people that just throw their garbage out of the car, and in particular, I am not judging on smokers, but cigarette butts. Mm. What in the actual heck, you guys? I I have been tempted. I'm not a confrontational person. But I have gotten to the point where I have seen people just sitting at a light, throwing their butts on the ground, you know, like out the window. They're like, take that last little puff and then they just throw it out. I want to go over, like get out of my car, pick it up, and then knock on their window and be like, I'm sorry, you dropped this. I'm going to do it someday. You're going to read about me in a headline, you know, like woman shot handing cigarette butt back to person.
2: Okay, well, legit question here, because I feel like I see this with cigarette butts like all the time. Is the filter... Biodegradable, like, is that what no. they're thinking? Like, I what? don't think
1: they care. No, no, it's not biodegradable, they're just mm-hmm. throwing out. That's why they use like have the ashtrays pa- in cars,
2: right? Like, because the paper would be right. Mm-hmm. I mean, still not like mm-hmm. nice to do that, but the filter was like the biggest problem, I don't know. right?
1: It's
0: plastic, my, right? I mean, my thing is, of course, in lots of parts of the country, we're always thinking about like that could start a wildfire, literally, it could start a grass fire somewhere. Yep. Um, we, when I was a kid, we had a, a years long anti littering campaign in Oklahoma. It, there was a jingle that went along with it. I'll see if I can find it. Don't lay that trash on Oklahoma. There was like a whole song to this day. I am in my forties now. To this day, when I see people litter, I'm like, don't lay that trash on Oklahoma. <laughs> that's,
1: that's pretty powerful marketing right there. But yeah, I just, that could be. I mean, how much work is it to just like lay it on the floor or have a little container in your car? And I know smokers who don't throw their stuff out. So that's why I'm like, I'm not necessarily hating on smokers here. I just don't, I don't, I don't get why it's that hard. Can we not? I mean, we already do have laws to prosecute this. I realize that most police officers are like, yeah, I have other things to do than (laughs) driving waiting for someone to throw their Big Mac wrapper out. Okay. I get that. But still, it's annoying to me. Do you have anything else on your list that we didn't get to? (laughs) I have so much. Okay. (laughs) Let's just let's just let's get, get it all out. Get, okay.
0: Get it all out there.
1: I was going to say this in the regular show, you guys. But then since I was talking about the holidays at the beginning, I thought I don't want to be completely Mrs. Grinch.
0: <laughs> but even though that's what's in your heart. <laughs> no,
1: I'm just going to just, just like see See, the superstars are like, go ahead. Bring it, Kelly. We love <laughs> you. We love all of you. Um, why do we have to put up the Christmas decorations in stores in September? I in know. October. Who is in favor of this? Is there anybody who's like, I cannot wait for the late August Halloween stuff <laughs> to come out? Why? Why? I just don't understand. Like, I understand that for marketers, they think it's going to make them more money. And apparently it does because they keep doing it. So yeah, I am really against like, it. they just keep doing it. And they keep getting earlier and earlier. Um, it You does. know, I don't know, literally, if you superstar awesome are listening to this and you're like, "Ah, I love that they put out the Christmas stuff in October. Let me know. Cause honestly, I'm just curious. I don't know a single person who, who enjoys the constant push into the next season. You know, know that we don't ever have a moment, as we said in my awesome mm-hmm. of the week, like to be present and enjoy what we have right now. There's always yeah. this push to the next thing, and that drives me a little bit nuts. So could we just not? Could we make a I law know. and just be like, you know, I'm not opposed. A, a we could do Christmas after Thanksgiving. That's okay. We can do Thanksgiving after ha- Halloween. I realize those are shorter holidays, but just like Christmas stuff has been out at my Costco
0: oh, since gosh. September. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And we don't have Costco, but we have Sam's. But same thing like the 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 Christmas trees and the lights and everything. Definitely since September has been out.
2: I think the only people that benefit from that are like home decor bloggers and other people who are creating content that are based off of Christmas decorations. So they're able to go and purchase things and then promote it and have time to create their content um yeah but yeah I, they're like the only people I have ever seen actually buying right. something that early.
1: Well and I, I do-, do know Oh go ahead. I do know that that is a thing for crafters, like before there were blogs. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Because I remember that when my mom, like we would go to Michael's or whatever. I do remember that as a kid, that they'd have the fall stuff in in July. And she said, well, you know, if you're going to make something, you need to have it early. I get that. But that's not like all of culture. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's this constant push. So, ugh. Okay, so here's another one. I don't think airline seats should be allowed to recline. Ooh, Because Hmm. one person reclines... And then everybody has to recline because of that trigger. You know, you're like, Oh, I, now I can't even hardly breathe because you're right here in my, like next to my nose or, mm-hmm. you know, you're encroaching, you're encroaching in so much space. We have so little space on, um, airlines these days. I just feel like they should make it so that no seats can recline yeah. because one person does. And then it's like, it's this chain reaction of everybody.
2: I like well, to recline. I, I, okay. <laughs> I yeah, but say- you're encroaching on my space, Rebecca. I was going to
0: say, Miss Obliger over here, I never recline. What?
1: Well, except I did, obviously, on the international flight. I was was going to say, if you're sleeping, I would say that's the one time that we would give you permission. Everyone reclines at the same time. That would be like three, two, one, entire thing. Boof. Everybody reclines.
0: I never – whether I'm flying down to Dallas or Denver or whatever, I never recline for this very reason. I'm the Obliger. And I'm like, well, if I do that, then the people behind me are going to not get all of their – tiny little bit of space i would never encroach on your space oh so. my
2: word I'm, am i like the world's worst person <laughs> no
1: no and no. you know what if it's not a full obviously- flight it probably doesn't matter um, and yeah. you know it depends on who's behind you and that sort of yeah. thing but at the same time it's just one of those things where i'm i'm like oh it always feels like Ugh do we have to can we not can we not can we that's not? why it just fits there for me and here's my my final can we not okay can we not do status updates or oh, i'm sorry can we not do yeah
0: <laughs> I'm like that's like my whole like no, that's like, my whole profession like on any platform what's
1: happening <laughs>
2: You're trying to oh, get me out of a job
1: so can we not tell people anything anymore Can we just not <laughs> Uh, let let me rephrase. Okay. Let me, let me back up. Okay. No, let me rephrase. Um could we not do mystery status updates? Oh, oh
2: vague booking like is vague, the vague worst. booking. Yes.
1: I, I just no, you don't if you're not gonna tell me, you don't yeah. need to tease me.
0: Yeah. Unless yeah, you're a yeah, TV yeah,
1: yeah. news producer, then I get it. But no, you don't need to do that. You don't need to say best news, um, yes. worst day. You yeah. know what no, no. If you are going to put a little bit out, you need to be able to put it all out. And this, even friends—I mean, a, a true friend probably wouldn't do this. But you know who they'll say, "Oh, I just had the best thing happen. I can't tell you about it." Well, then don't I tell know. me. Don't tell me I about know. that because then I am obsessed with yeah. what it must be. No. I, I have a I have a family member who
0: will consistently be like, "I guess you just can't depend on people." You know, oh, that's, that's the worst. That's, a, that's the whole update.
2: Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, it makes me so angry. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. right. It kind of just makes me angry. And then I'm just I'm just annoyed. I'm annoyed that they didn't tell me. I don't even care anymore. You're like, I don't even know what they're saying. I don't care anymore. But now I'm just I'm just annoyed at everything.
2: Yeah, it it takes me back to youth group days in high school with the unspoken prayer request.
0: (laughs) Oh, golly. Yes. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yep
2: request oh my here. gosh we used to Unspoken. have spoken. <laughs> I can't I'm sorry
1: I <laughs> <laughs> We used to do it as like um a mean girl tactic at the Christian school oh, that I went yes. to. Like in eighth grade, we would have prayer requests before every class. And uh-huh. so we knew that like oh, if we just all had like 15 minutes of like we we got through chapter three at like the math textbook because of prayer requests probably. Yeah. And so somebody would raise their hand, the teacher would call on them, and they'd look at their enemy that day and they'd go, yeah. unspoken. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly saying she stole my boyfriend, and I am praying that the wrath of God will fall on her. You know, but it was all so. Then the other girl will be like, I have one unspoken. Yeah. <laughs> and the teacher's like writing them on the front board. Yeah. You know, yeah, Katie, exactly. unspoken. Jennifer, <laughs> unspoken. <laughs> oh, my word. It's the worst. No, that, I don't I actually did not allow them when I was a youth group leader. No. I know. I said Less- if it's if it's big enough for us to pray about, you're going to have to use actual words.
0: <laughs> That's good. That's a good policy in life. I feel like so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Rebecca, what was on your list that we didn't get to?
2: Okay, so you know, Halloween just finished up here, and mine would be uh, scary Halloween stuff around unconsenting individuals, like m- like mostly <laughs> kids.
0: You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah,
2: I, it's just not fair. Like you can have your gory, uh, in my opinion, awful Halloween decorations <laughs> in your home or you can go to that like uh, haunted house, which you will never catch me at a haunted house. I will yeah. flat out die on the floor trying to make it through a haunted house. I, I, I know. Speaking of, for me. I cannot. I just can't at all. <laughs> Being scared. Oh my goodness. I like can't breathe just thinking about it. Okay, yeah. but there are people who consent to that. Like they like volunteer mm-hmm. to be part of that. They they pay money no, just, to yeah, feel like that. Yeah, they pay
1: a lot of money.
2: They pay yeah. their own money. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So obviously, there's a place for that. That's fine. You do your thing over there. But when I am sitting this is real life story here, when I am sitting in my minivan with my preschooler and little girl in like First grade, this happened just a couple years ago. And I'm at a stop sign. There's this man just standing at the corner in a scary in a scary mask. No other yeah. costume, just this awful like monster <laughs> mask. And he's just standing there staring. <laughs> And I can't turn because I'm trying to turn left, and there's cars coming. And I was see him, and I was like, "Oh, please don't like Grace and Noah see him. Please don't like Grace and Noah see him." And I'm like tempted to like roll down my window, and be like, "You jerk! Take off your stupid mask! What are you trying to do with my kids in the car?" But I can't do that because that will draw attention. And I'm praying uh-huh. that Grace and Noah are not looking. And then all of a sudden, I hear from the back seat. Mommy, (laughs) what is that guy doing? And we came home and my kids were in tears and they couldn't sleep. I mean, that's just the worst. And along with that, you people, I'm so judgy. But I think this is worth being judged. If you are hanging a fake body from a tree in your front
0: yard,
1: oh. I
2: don't like it. It's
0: tacky, first of all. It's tacky. Yes. At least get a real
1: body. (laughs) what are you saying what do you mean by it's tacky
0: there's lots of lots and lots of fun halloween things that you can do that are spooky without
2: being distasteful i mean how do you explain to children what what that is symbolizing i mean that's just a conversation i don't want to have why is that person hanging from a tree oh my goodness i mean it's it's the unconsenting that i just i I I just can't stand it's just not it's just not fun. It takes the fun out of Halloween.
0: Yeah. I'm sensitive right. to it this year because the, the twins, they're five, they're in kindergarten. And, and for for some reason this year, they are really dialed in to the scary part, and especially zombies. I don't know where this is coming from, but both of them are super scared of zombies and are scared to go to sleep at night because we're all, you know, all scary all the time right now. So basically, it's making my life a little bit more difficult. <laughs> so can we not with those? Yes, can yeah. we not? Okay. Well, the things that I didn't get to. First of all, I think we can all agree, can we not, on school fundraisers mm. that you have to buy junky, crappy things in order to raise money for the the school that you want to support. Yes. Um, now, some school fundraisers can be handled really well. And listen, I was a public school teacher. My children are in public schools. I understand. Schools need money, and we need to support them financially when, whenever and however we can. So that's obviously A-OK. Um, and sometimes, like, some schools in our area will do, like, um, like a cookie dough fundraiser or something like that. Sausage, bacon, and I don't know if that's a Midwest thing or whatever. <laughs> no, what? But, Sausage? You get yeah. bacon for a school fundraiser?
1: Yeah. That's so amazing. Company,
0: yeah, there's a company in central Oklahoma. I can't remember. I think it's called Blue blue and gold and they do like sausages and and bacon and all kinds of meat products and it's really good stuff now you're of course mm. going to pay more than yeah. you would in the grocery store but it raises money for a good cause so it's a very popular fundraiser would, would they be willing to work with sort of awesome
2: maybe we could sell something
0: <laughs> <laughs> interesting never thought of it but i'm talking about the fundraisers that are like uh, I don't know. You're you're looking through this catalog and it's just yep. like junky crap that nobody wants, but you want to support the kid and support the school. I don't know. Can we not do that? You anymore? don't want to buy
2: f- a crock of spreadable cheese that costs $25 and your student's school gets two? <laughs> I mean, that's that's the
0: thing. I mean, truly the companies that do these most, they're the big winners in this whole situation. I will say that Daisy's middle school, which is um, a charter school. So they have the, they can do, they have some flexibility with how they can do fundraising, but they've gone to a straight cash fundraiser every fall. They do it for Mm. like three weeks and they have these fun competitions. Like they might have. Girls versus boys or OU versus OSU, like these things to kind of inspire people. But pe- but parents and grandparents can just give cash. That's what we want to do. We want to
1: support the school. Let's just here, take my yep. money. I don't just cut out the middleman stuff. right? And especially but, those awards. I will say this is something my sister and I have been talking oh about. Oh, my gosh. It can awards. even be like it can be something that's good. Like it could even be like for cookie dough or something. But then they're like, but if you sell $50, you get these little ducks. And and yeah, those little kids are so motivated by the crapola. And so they're like, mom, just buy $50 worth of cookie dough. Like they don't like you don't maybe have enough friends and family to reach that level. So she's like, could we could we not do that? Like, I am all for supporting the school. I'd I'd even buy the cookie dough. But my kids are like in tears that they're not going to earn the notebook Right. That will come free Ugh. with you selling a $100 a product. Like, we're not going to sell that. Could we motivate it in a different way? So that's, she's, because well, my sister's justice driven. So she's called her principal and mm-hmm. been like, let's, let's like, how about Good lunch with her. the teacher? How about a classroom yes. party? You know, like, I'm not against incentives, but yeah. we don't need more crap and we yeah. don't need this stuff. in little kids, especially because they're little kids, they're, yes. they're very much held in the sway of that, that stuff. I hate Ugh. it. I hate Tell it. Me.
2: Well, Can my mom be- in high school, she hated. I was in band and she hated when the boosters would have a fundraiser and having to go like around to like all the aunts and uncles. She hated it. And so she would always say, "Hey, my daughter's going to opt out, but here's a check." And mm-hmm. if that's okay, she's opting out, but here you go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. my band director obviously loved it and he's like, "Well, mm-hmm. if everybody was able to give and <laughs> that would be right. we wouldn't do these." But I mean, the reality yeah. is is that not everybody is able to just write a check for you know, to help support things. But the quality is not... I mean, I... I agree with you. It's not fun. It's not good. Nate, yeah. however, if anybody anywhere is ever having a sub fundraiser, my husband loves sub fundraisers and he will buy. We have like five people in our family. Wait, is that right? Yes. I'm still getting used to Isaac. Okay. We have five people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, how old is he? Yeah. He's almost two, but that's <laughs> fine. That's okay. Fine. Yeah, okay.
2: That's okay. We, we have five people in my family. My husband will buy like 12 subs. Like he goes bananas over sub fundraisers. It's yeah. it's hilarious. It's just is the worst. He he always overbuys on stuff <laughs> on raisers, <but. laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, I
0: do tend to overbuy on the on the cookie dough ones because um the ones in our district tend to do like the Otis Spreckelmeyer where you, you get like the um the pre made cookies, which I never buy at the store, but they're frozen. I'll keep those in the in our like chest freezer and if people drop by or need a dessert, like really quick, I can just grab those. Anyway, it actually, I mean, again, I don't hate those, but I do totally agree. I, f- I even forgot about those pep assemblies that they have to get everyone all jazzed up for them. So I hate it. Um The last one that I want to talk about is can we not police other people's joy?
1: The things yes. that bring other
0: people fun in their life.
1: It's I feel like every time you say bunkers. something, both of you today, I'm on, I'm on the cheerleading bandwagon. I'm like, yes, you can't even say it all. And I'm like, yes, there's a lot of angst here.
0: Yes, clearly we've been suppressing a lot of things. But this drives me crazy. I actually see this, I feel like on social media the most often, although it pops up from time to time in real life. Is like whatever you're into, whatever thing makes you happy, it brings you a little bit of joy in your life, and then somebody comes along and is like, "Well, I would never do that. That seems like a waste of time and money to me." I mean, there are again, I keep saying this, times are hard. You know, we're we're mm-hmm. in a in a tough place in our world and in our culture. Like, let people have their joy if they find joy in doing a very intricate. Um, lunchbox for their kids with the cutouts, and it's they open. It's this beautiful, like bento style work of art. And if that makes them happy to do that, you know, you do that.
2: You and mean that's with it? Are you saying that that's not a personal attack on me, calling me an inadequate mother because I didn't put my peanut butter and jelly sandwich into the shape of a dinosaur? That it's it's not a reflection on me. Yeah. Is that what no. you're saying? Just to clarify, it's totally not. <laughs> You know, I think I think I've actually
0: become a lot more sensitive to this now that I have a teenage daughter because I think that for generations in this in our culture whatever teenage girls are into kind of tends to be like the thing that culture like rolls their eyes at. All the way back to like the Beatles and probably even before that, but Whatever teenage girls are into, whether it's music or clothing or whatever, we all tend to be like, "Oh, you know how teen girls can be." And now that I have a teenage daughter who is super, super into like anime and some other things that are not like mainstream necessarily, although I mean anime, <laughs> like I'm like, "Listen, Daisy, anime's been around for a long. If I know what anime <laughs> is, it's been around for a long time." Um But I see her like talking about it apologetically. Even to me, she'll be like, I know you probably think this is dumb. And I'm like, why would I think this is dumb? Tell me about it. But it's almost become ingrained in her already that she needs to apologize for the thing that she's super enthusiastic about. Mm. And I hate it. And I'm so I'm like on the, I'm like on the battlefield, like you like what you like and you do not apologize for it. But I I think it bleeds over even into adult conversations where we're like, oh my gosh, can you you believe they went all out with their Christmas decorations or who they think they're trying to impress? Well, you know Mm. what? Maybe we don't decorate a thing. I'm not kidding. We do not put out a single outside decoration for Christmas, but lots of our neighbors do. And you know what? That makes you happy in the holidays. You do that. You decorate your house completely like... Clark Griswold level of enjoyment. You do it.
1: Yep, and and I think this is a good one to end on because I think that especially women are guilty of this that we apologize for what we like for. We apologize what we like. My <laughs> words.
2: Words are so hard. It's tricky. It's words tricky. Today. So
1: hard for me today. We apologize for what we like, right? Yes. Um, and we don't need yeah. to like embrace it and then give other people the ability to embrace what they like, you know, yeah. instead of tearing each other down celebrate it like that's awesome. Yeah. I could never do that. That's great. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love this as somebody who's like a fanatic about Bachelor Nation. I feel like yes. you're just like, <laughs> yeah, yes. speaking right to me. Yeah. yeah. It's okay yeah. to like own I it. Like it. Oh, I, yeah, I mean, you know I, what? I do. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> we know you do, but I think that's good. You're setting a good example, yeah. Rebecca. I have this, I've had the same conversation with, you know, my daughters, Meg, and also with just friends. Like, just own it. You know, yeah. that confidence is appealing too for people. If you're apologizing for something, then people feel like, oh, well, maybe it is something like this. That's true. And if you're saying, I cross stitch, I like it. Then, yes. you know, people are like, oh, maybe cross stitching is cool.
0: Well, I'll, that's absolutely true. You know, I have, t- I have definitely teased Rebecca through the years. And I'm sorry, Rebecca, now that I'm <laughs> saying this, I'm like, wow, I need, I need tease to. Own you this that. One. <laughs> well, but you know what? Her enthusiasm for it. Look where it landed us doing a whole episode about Bachelor Nation. I was sort of awesome. So when you are enthusiastic, you never know. You may be a win some people over to seeing things the way you see them. So. Yep. All right. Have we covered all of our lists? Do we feel like we have given Uh, given equal time and space to all of our (laughs) things that we needed to talk about today. Yeah,
1: I'm really, really excited to hear from the superstars in particular, if these things resonated, or not, or what you would add to our list, because maybe there's something that we need to have a cathartic moment about, and we don't even know it yet.
0: Mm. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's true. So if you're listening and you have not come over to Facebook to find our Superstar Hangout group, you guys, this is different from the main hangout. The main hangout has almost 5,000 people, which we are so thankful for. That group is very fast, very active, very helpful. But sometimes you just want a little bit quieter place. And we created that space just for you all. We have um, a great number of new supporters. If you haven't found us, you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash S A superstars. And I'll put a link in the notes for this episode. Um Come find us over there. Even if you're not even ever active on Facebook, we'd love to have you. Ev- you can make a profile, come find us. All you need to get into the group is the email address that's connected to your Patreon account. We'll get you right in and we can get you in on these um a little bit more behind the scenes discussions that we have. So uh, you guys, seriously, thank you so much for your support. It means so much to us, especially as we finish out 2018 and we're planning all of the amazing things for 2019 for the months ahead. So thank you for supporting us. And I think that's it from your sort of awesome team. So we'll see y'all next time.